0: Welcome to the Wuthering Heights Podcast, Episode 4, Relating Gothic Elements. I'm Jimmy Owing.
1: I'm Minnie Russell.
0: Here's a quick summary on Chapters 21 through 28. Chapter 20 ends with Heathcliff receiving his son, but not even loving him, just wanting possession. Then, Chapter 21 begins with Kathy being upset about Linton leaving. In order to find out about Linton, Nellie begins to ask questions to the housekeeper. From this, she hears that Heathcliff hates his son. Next, we see Catherine out hunting and is suddenly found talking to Heathcliff and Hareton. She is then asked to join them back at the Heights to meet Heathcliff's son, not realizing it's Linton. After meeting with Linton, they don't recognize each other, and Linton is rude to them, mocking Hareton for his illiteracy. So they leave, and Heathcliff instructs Linton to run after them. The following day, Catherine talks about Linton and asks why he has kept them away from her. She realizes his condescension towards Heathcliff, and he kindly asks her to not communicate with the boy. Catherine surreptitiously begins to write letters. Soon after, Catherine is trying to reach a piece of fruit on top of a wall, but drops her hat. Therefore, she needs to climb down on the other side to get it. Once down, she cannot get back up, and Heathcliff then shows up. He says that Linton is possibly dying of a broken heart, and that he would like for her to visit him. The next day, they leave for Wuthering Heights, and once arrived, Linton proposes the idea of marriage to Catherine. She doesn't quite answer right away, but begins going to see Linton at night. Nellie then discovers what is going on, and Catherine tells her about her travels to see Linton, and Nellie tells Catherine's father, Edgar, about these visits. He prohibits her from returning to Wuthering Heights to visit Linton, but invites him to Thrushcross Grange. Later on, Edgar agrees on allowing Catherine to see Linton on the moors rather than Wuthering Heights, because he knows how much she means to her, and Edgar begins to fear over his daughter's unhappiness. Once they meet, they are concerned for his health, but decide to wait until later before making any assumptions. The next meeting they meet a rather tense Linton and soon after Heathcliff arrives, asking them to come to Wuthering Heights. Nelly and Catherine agree but once there Heathcliff locks them in and tells Catherine she cannot leave until she has married Linton. Later on Nelly escapes fearful of being found by Heathcliff she makes a run for it. She finds out that Linton and Catherine are married and therefore returns to Thrushcross. She reaches Edgar and tells him that Catherine is well and will return soon. But Edgar soon after dies, only to see his returning daughter one last time, only to believe that she is happily married to Linton. The chapters end with Edgar being buried
1: and now a discussion on Gothic elements. Wuthering Heights contains many Gothic elements, a genre that was created by a forest wallpole. Many of these elements include atmosphere of mystery and suspense omens portents. Dreams, supernatural or otherwise inexplicable events, nope. ghosts, high emotions, raw nerves, impending doom, crying, screaming, women in distress, women threatened by a powerful, impulsive, tyrannical male, forced into an unhappy marriage, economy of gloom and horror, and vocab of the <laughs> Under the category of atmosphere of mystery and suspense, we have unknown parent. Which has to do with Keith Cliff he's an orphan and nobody knows where he came from. <laughs> Having to do with omens, portents, vision, and dreams. There is the subject of Lockwood's dreaming. Way because he wants her to stay there, but he has to let go of the fact that she's dead. The subject of high emotion is present throughout the entire book, especially between Hicklist and Cassie. After Cassie comes back completely different from the Linton, they just argue all the time. It's like they don't see. other eye-to-eye anymore because Kathy has changed so much, and after Kathy marries Edgar Linton, they argue even more because Kathy abandoned Heathcliff to marry someone she wasn't in love with. Heathcliff was mad at her because it was a betrayal of his trust, of his love, of their love. Moving on to the subject of crying and emotional speech. Referencing the dramatic reading from last week, we can see that Heathcliff and Kathy's conversation was extremely emotional, and they were both crying and hysterical and just so upset. But anyway, now we're going to talk about women in distress. More specifically, women threatened by powerful, impulsive, tyrannical males, and forced into an unhappy man. We can see in Edgar and Catherine's marriage how Catherine is really controlled by Edgar, and Edgar's sister Isabella is being controlled by Heathcliff. Heathcliff doesn't love her. He could never love her because he still loves Catherine, but he treats her badly and is And there's nothing that Isabella can do about it. Anyway, if I keep talking, I'm gonna pick up all the time, so I'm just gonna to try to wrap this up a little bit. You see elements of romance also in Wuthering Heights. Powerful love, which is Keith Smith and Catherine, who love each other on a different level that Emperor could ever love Catherine. And the rival lovers or multitudeers, Catherine has. To suitors and she needs to take one, and that is really a very pivotal moment in the story. And it really shows you why Catherine made the decisions that she made and why things turned out the way they did. Moving on to a comparison to a modern film, we are going to be comparing Wuthering Heights in respect to the elements of the graphic novel to the core is a very gothic-y, movie. In The Corpse Bride, Victor, the main character, has to do with dead people, which relates to ghosts, which are also in Wuthering Heights, and he has a high emotion, but of a different kind. It's not so much anger and passion as nervousness and fear. We also see the theme of women in distress in that Emily, The Corpse Bride, was originally tricked by the man she was going to marry, and he ended up taking all of her money and killing her. But that's about all the time we have for today, so we'll see you next time.
0: Again, I'm Jimmy Owing.
1: And I'm Minnie Russell. And you just listened to The Weathering Heights Podcast.